The topic today is corporate account takeover. Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking with Doug Johnson, the Vice President of Risk Management Policy with the American Bankers Association. Doug, it's a pleasure to talk with you again. Yes, good afternoon, Tom. So, Doug, the, the, sort of the news hook here is last week the announcement of the Plains Capital and Hillary Machinery Settlement. What can you say about the significance of this case in terms of corporate account takeover? Well, Tom, I can't say much about the, the settlement since it's it's confidential, but I I do think that the, the case in general is, is significant. Um, I, I do, frankly, reject the notion that's, that's brought out uh, by uh, Hillary Machinery that, that somehow community banks uh, don't have the ability to appropriately protect their uh, small business and municipal customers. I believe that um, community banks as, as well as larger financial institutions have that obligation and have the, the uh, ability to, to do that. And so I, I was uh, disappointed to, to see that one of the things that the case did is appear to, uh, to to pit one portion of the industry against another when when actually we're all trying to to together protect this environment. Doug, you see institutions of all sizes. So put this in perspective. How big is the current threat of corporate account takeover? Well, I think the 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 threat is 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 very large. I think that the threat is not only a a large one from the standpoint of, of you know, the number of cases, for instance, which the, the FBI uh, continues to observe are increasing for them. But I think the, the biggest risk that we face here as it relates to the corporate account takeover is is the, the damage it does to the, uh, the, the reputation of, of financial institutions and financial institutions' customers and the damage it does potentially to the relationship you know, between um, our customers and our financial institutions because I, I do believe that at the end of the day, this is all about shared responsibility, uh, both uh, financial institutions as, as, as well as, as financial institution customers do have a responsibility to uh, to have skin in the game to protect uh, accounts, um, and I think that it's only through that active partnership that they were able really to uh, to address the current threat. Doug, we first spoke about this maybe ten months ago, last August. Uh, since then, how has the ABA responded to the threat and helped institutions respond, not just in terms of security, but as you say, in uh, in repairing some of the, or or staving off some of the reputational damage? We're uh, working on the, the issue on a on a number of fronts. Uh, first and foremost, it's it's all about communication. It's all about ensuring that 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 uh, banks and bank customers have the information which is necessary for them to protect themselves. So I think um, one of the, the first things which, which was important from my perspective is to, to get the account hijacking for corporate customers' uh, recommendations that the Financial Services Information Sharing and Analysis Center, uh, where I serve on the board, uh, did uh, in concert with the FBI and, and with NACHA. We made that a public document. It was previously a classified document. Making it public allowed it to uh, to really be uh, easily disseminable throughout the entire environment, which was very important, I think, as an educational piece, because it has a, a variety of good recommendations for for, for customer education. Uh, we've had articles uh, written 
Um, we wrote a joint article with NACHA for our compliance magazine. Um, there's a there's a Q&A that's going to appear in next month's ABA Banking Journal uh, where I go through uh, the, uh, the challenges associated with corporate takeover. We have uh, put workshops on corporate takeover in front of both our risk management forum uh, which we held earlier this year, as as well as our regulatory compliance conference, because this just isn't about the risk side. There's compliance aspects to this as well, and and so it's important that, that all segments of the bank that have a portion of this responsibility you have the tools uh, available to to really uh, accomplish, you know the. The, their responsibilities to really complete their responsibilities there. Um, we've held a, a, a webinar in concert with the FBI and NACHA on on the takeover issue as, as well. Um, so there's a, a variety of, of ways that we've uh, communicated with our membership about the threat and about the mechanisms to, to really um, address those threats so that they have the tools to do so. We've also worked with the uh, the core processing environment because we feel that uh, the core processors uh, obviously are, are, are just as, as vital in terms of providing solutions uh, regarding authentication and fraud detection, uh, particularly for the community bank market. So, uh, Tom, safe to say that, that uh, we're active on a variety of fronts and we'll continue to be active going forward. Well, Doug, you've been active, and certainly the FDIC was active a couple of weeks back by pulling together a one-day symposium. Um, as you say, though, the threat continues to grow. What needs to happen now, given the efforts that you've put in and the attention that the FDIC brought to this? Well, um, I, I think that, that one of the things which was announced at the FDIC symposium that will be extremely helpful is the effort of the FSISAC, the Financial Services Information Sharing and Analysis Center, to really um, pull together a broad coalition of, of uh, associations and, and individual companies to, to really try to, to address these issues. Um, again, uh, the, the coalition was announced um, at the, uh, the <coughs> event, and it will really deal with, with all the various uh, uh, aspects of the threat in terms of detecting the threat, trying to prevent the the attacks from from occurring, and and then resolving those threats once they occur. And and you'll you'll see a, a wide variety of institutions in, involved in in that particular effort. Um, the Financial Services Roundtable, as well as the ABA, is involved, as well as NACHA. Um, it, it's really going to be a broad coalition of, of individuals um, and associations to, to really try to, to develop a concerted or consistent, uh, rather, approach to this issue, because I think it's it's really uh, through unified effort that, that we're really going to be able to address the, the challenges before us. Doug, as you know, one of the, the louder voices out there has been calling for either new legislation or reform of Reg E even to protect some of the, the businesses that have, have suffered fraud losses. What are your thoughts on the call for legislative remedies? Well, I, I do believe that um, it is vitally important, as I've indicated earlier, that that business customers uh, recognize their shared responsibility. Banks have a tremendous responsibility to protect their small business and their municipal customers, just as they have that responsibility to protect their retail customers. 
um, but the retail customer protections of, of Reg E would, would essentially absolve the small business uh, of, of any uh, responsibility or liability um, for not uh, properly protecting themselves. And, and you can certainly appreciate that, that in a community bank market, um, it's, it's very difficult for a, a financial institution, that, through no fault of its own, um, to, to really make a, a corporate customer whole for a loss which could be a, upwards toward half a million dollars. Um, the only, and, and there'd be less incentive on the part of the, the corporate customer uh, to protect themselves if they knew that they were going to be made whole in, in that fashion, even if they didn't protect themselves. And, and so I think that what you do um, when you place uh, reggae protections, legislatively or otherwise, uh, in the business account environment, is, is you potentially do tremendous violence to the business model because you you could create an environment where you you essentially have put in place tremendous disincentives uh, for the bank to even offer the, the kinds of, of online products which uh, our corporate and small business customers and our municipal customers have come to expect. So it's, it's only really through that, that shared responsibility that that model works. And I think that the, to the extent that you, that shared responsibility does not exist, the model doesn't work and could potentially um, not exist in the future. So fair to say the ABA would oppose any sort of legislative remedy? That's correct. Doug, final question for you. We've talked about education. We've talked about shared responsibility. Uh, as you say from the outset, the numbers continue to grow. What are some best practices that banks and businesses really must employ now to be able to beat back this threat? Well, I'm, I'm really glad you asked that, that question, Tom, because I, I continue to stress uh, when I have the opportunity that I, I get concerned when people and experts uh, believe that there are only technological fixes you know, to to account takeover, and so when they see, for instance, Zeus as a piece of malicious software being able to potentially defeat a random number generator token, they think, well, all is lost. Well, all is not lost. Um, we tend to to really not think about the the standard blocking and tackling, you know, that a that a financial institution customer uh, and a financial institution can do. Uh, in terms of implementing the, the proper levels of internal controls as well as technological controls. And, and controls as simple as dual control, um, where in the small business environment, uh, one person is not sufficient to conduct an ACH transaction. Um, you have to have a person authorized as well as execute that transaction. Is a very simple control that can defeat Zeus. Um, because uh, it, it is a human factor, and sometimes human factors work tremendously uh, well in concert with technological factors. And so, so that's what I would stress is to ensure that, that banks and, and business uh, continue to, uh, to, to look at internal controls as well as technological solutions. Um, the other thing that, that I would uh, stress, <clears throat> and I think this is also uh, done in partnership uh, in a partnership between banks and bank customers, 
is that the banks and bank customers come to some good decisions about what are reasonable um, transactions for that business. So that when you have a transaction um, in an ACH or wire environment that, that doesn't fit that norm, that the, the bank will question it. And so it's, it's through putting proper transactional thresholds in place um, and coming to an agreement about what those thresholds should be in concert with your business customer that, that I think uh, can, can really uh, assist uh, because it's not just about know your customer um, in the banking environment. It's also all about know your transaction. So those are those are two of the lessons that I think are are, are learned by the the current environment and and just like every environment, you know we we continue to learn and get smarter, and, and I do have every expectation that that uh, that we will continue to do so. Doug, it strikes me that the partnership and the protection sound relatively simple. Where are they breaking down? Well, I believe that that um, where they they break down is is in the execution. Um, I, I think that that we're all human, and because we're humans, uh, humans are going to make mistakes. Um, it, it's only through uh, ensuring that that both the banks and bank customers adhere to the controls that, that are uh, supposed to be in place that, that we can really effectively uh, drive ourselves to a solution to this problem. Doug, as always, I appreciate your time and your insight. Thank you so much for spending time with me. Sure, Tom. Glad to do it. We've been talking about corporate account takeover. We've been talking with Doug Johnson with the American Bankers Association. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.